Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Inspiration from Spirit show with your host, Reverend Lee Chapin. The focus and goal for this show is to assist humanity in the awakening of a new level of consciousness that will bring peace to planet Earth. Welcome, I'm Lee Chapin. Welcome to Inspiration from Spirit. It is March 22nd, 2021. We're in another year. Happy spring and so excited it's springtime, even though I live in Florida and it's lovely here. It is always exciting to have spring. I love spring. Spring and summer are my favorite, but I think spring, it really is my true favorite season. New beginnings. So I'm so, so excited. So today I want to share with you a little bit about my new beginnings that happened 28 years ago. I began channeling 28 years ago, March 21st, 1993. And I began to channel my first spiritual guide named Grand. And so every year I honor Grand and I allow him, I shouldn't say allow, but I honor him. And on my weekly Mary Magdalene calls that I do, that I've done for over 15 years, uh, every once a year, Grand comes and brings his message. And his message today was about new beginnings. And so today I wanted to invite my 
wonderful friend, Karen Kaplan, who's been with us uh, on our show before. She's the author of Descendants of Rygrad, and she's writing a new book called Conjoined. And so I invited her here because she knows me to celebrate and honor my 28-year channeling anniversary. So thank you, Karen. Well, thank you for having me. And I'm just honored to be a part of this anniversary. Happy anniversary with you and Grand. And I'm happy to ask you some of the questions. Now I'm at the other end before you would always <laughs> And now I get to interview you. So I'm excited. Oh, good. I was going to say, I like your new haircut. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you look beautiful. Thank you. So, so thank you, sweetie. So, yes. Um, and before we start, I wanted to give a shout out just to say thank you again for all the sponsors and for Dr. Lauren Love and the Boston area technicians there, the nurses, the technicians, the staff, all those who have donated to Goldilocks Productions and to my show as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support and all those who have also supported uh, our shows through the super chats. And so I want to again, thank you so much, Dr. Lauren Love and the Boston area uh, staff. So here we go, Karen. All right. Take it away. No, I'll take it away. So let's first begin with your professional background. Can you tell your viewers um, how you started out as a psychotherapist and how you slowly weaved your way into more of into spirituality and to do spiritual teaching? So can you share a little bit? I received my master's degree in 1989 and I have a master's in counselor education. I always wanted to get into psychology and be a counselor even when I was a young girl. So I was really devoted about getting a master's degree. And so it was just really um, a strong desire to move into that field. So I must have known that was a part of my soul growth or part of my soul plan, even at a young age, unbeknownst to me, because I was really driven about that. So I was really blessed to be able to get my education and training. And then I moved into the mental health world and worked in a um, uh, psychiatric unit, uh, a, a short-term psychiatric unit. And then I worked in the mental health um, uh I can't even talk today. Excuse me. I worked in the uh, the mental health centers. And so I was what was called a generalist therapist at that time. And so I worked with a variety of people who had all kinds of conditions from schizophrenia to depression um, to suicide and work with a myriad of individuals. And about 1987, I was working at the psychiatric unit. And I had this feeling, which must have been what I call a soul calling, that there was a better way of helping people than what I was doing. But I didn't know what it was. It was just it was a, uh, just a sense. And I know that was a part of my soul now. But I was very young then, so I c- couldn't identify that. But it was I remember thinking that very strongly. There's a better way of helping people than what's happening here. And then lo and behold, in March of 1993, I began to spontaneously channel the words of my first spirit guide, Grand. And prior to that, about seven years prior, I had had a reading from a lady, and she told me that I could channel. And I was working at the mental health center at that time, and I I started working with a pendulum and started automatic handwriting. And then, I guess, as I say, life got in the way, and I completely forgot about that. And I shifted careers, and I left the mental health world, and I became a massage therapist. And I was working in my massage therapy practice And that was my focus. I thought I was going to be helping people do emotional release work through body work. But Spirit had a different idea for me. So on March 21st, 1993, as I was getting a Reiki session, 
I began to spontaneously channel the words of the spirit guide, Gran, that this psychic had told me about seven years prior. Hadn't thought about channeling, hadn't thought about Gran. I was in this new career, and lo and behold, I began to bring the words of spirit through me to my surprise and to delight. And so every year since that time, the last 28 years on my channeling anniversary, I honor Gran for coming to me as um, I worked with him specifically for four years. And then I moved on and started working with the archangels, the holy family. And then I became a versatile channel for spirit. But my, my work as a psychotherapist prepared me for my work as a spiritual counselor because I combined my education and training with my ability to hear spirit to help people with their uh, life issues. People call me like they do as a psychotherapist, but I bring the information in from a higher perspective. I know personally how you've helped me because um, at the time um, when I met you, um, I was I was searching for something more, for some purpose, and you have been able to um, help me um, help me with understanding my soul purpose um, and through channeling spirits, all different spirits, which is a whole new way of seeing things for me coming from <laughs> a very conventional religious background. Mm-hmm. So that, and that combined with your ability as a psychotherapist to then bring me more information and guidance from these messages help me grow. So I understand how when you can combine these two fields together, you're like, for me, you were truly able to help me live um, in live with my purpose and understand what I needed to do in life. And so mm-hmm. that I am great gratitude toward you. Well, thank and, you. Yes. So, um, so as you mentioned, uh, yesterday was your 28th anniversary with Grand. Is there anything you want to share with us about the spirit Grand? Um, like, I, I, just out of my own curiosity, <laughs> did he live on Earth? Did he ever live on Earth? Who was he and why did he come to you? Or is there anything else you want to share with us about Grand? Uh, thank you for asking. Grand came to me and told me that we had lived together in at least one other incarnation and that we were married and he was deeply in love with me. (laughs) And so he's been devoted to me uh, apparently ever since that incarnation. And so he's chosen to come as my spirit guide because of his devotion and love to me. And so we must have lived, I think we lived in Trinidad. We lived in the uh, Caribbean. That's really all that I know about Grand, uh, except about three years ago when I was, um, I was at a uh, psychic fair and I got an, uh, a, um, a lady who does um, portraits of your spirit guides. And so I went to her and she started drawing this being. I didn't know who it was. And I saw the picture and I go, oh, okay, I don't know who that is. And she goes, well, you'll probably figure it out. Well, it wasn't about two seconds later, I was walking away from her booth. I heard, this is the picture of Grand. So I actually have... Uh, a portrait of Grand now and what he looks like. And I have to laugh because he looks a little bit like Jay Leno. He has that square jaw. <laughs> oh, you saw it. You were right here at my house. Did yeah. you see him? I yeah, didn't know that was Grand. Oh, that's Grand, right? By the kitchen. Well, yeah, that yeah, is one devoted husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. 
All yeah. husbands should be that devoted to their wives. They really should. Yes. Yes. He's very devoted to me. So today he came and brought the message and was talking about being devoted. So uh, how he's devoted for all, to so me and to all of us that were on my call and who were listening. So yes, that's all I really know about Grant. He hasn't talked about himself much, except that we were husband and wife and, um, um, He's very dedicated to helping me with my mission work. So, uh, you know, this is all probably unusual to some people who don't understand this, but, you know. Well, I can say this is this was at first very highly unusual for me because when I came to see you, all I knew about was or that I recognized was that souls are immortal that there's life after death and that we there are certain people like you or other mediums or, or psychics that can contact deceased relatives and friends. That's all I knew. Uh-huh. When you started telling me about all these spirits and angels. It was like, whoa, this is like <laughs> a lot for me to handle. But as I got to know you and learn more about life beyond death and all about the spiritual world, it became more and more familiar and mm-hmm. very, I, I resonated with it a whole lot more. And I, I find this whole world of spirituality such a blessing to be, to know and learn and be involved with. And you have been really the, I mean, my greatest teacher, spiritual guide. And I mean, and friends. So I oh, thank you, honey. Thank yeah. you. So I'm truly honored to, uh, to be doing this show. Um, okay. So that was grand. That was the information that's, that was important. So has grand made um, an impact on, on your life, on your spiritual life, your professional life? I know that you're an author, you've written a couple of books, you're working on your third one. Is is Grand the one that's been influencing you, or there are there other guides that help you out? Um, can you share? Well, I worked with Grant specifically for four years in the early days, and he again was my primary guide at that time. And then I started working with the Archangels, and I remember one day Archangel Michael came and he said, "Don't you remember me?" And I'm like, "No." No, I remember you. I'm really sorry. I, I don't remember you. I'm like, okay, am I supposed to remember you? I'm like, then I didn't remember him. So then I had to laugh. So I started working with the archangels, Archangel Raphael and Gabriel and Michael and Uriel. And then in 1997, I started working with the Holy Family. And that was another shock because I believed in God, but I did not consider myself religious. And I equated that with Catholicism in some ways, I guess, because I thought Mother Mary's coming. I'm, I'm not Catholic. Uh, and that was my ignorance, too. Uh, but I come to learn that uh, I lived during the time of the Holy Family, and so that's why they started coming. And then after the Holy Family came, then I started working with um, many other beings. So I work with many of the galactic beings, um, the, the Syrians, the Andromedans, the Palladians. I worked with the Palladians quite a bit. I work with Isis, Metatron. So I'm considered a versatile channel. So I am an open channel um, who, who is able to tap into universal wisdom through any being who is of the light. And I'm also a, a psychic medium in the sense that I can tap into those that have crossed over. 
So as we have done with helping you with your book that we'll probably talk about here shortly, but I'm also able to tap into Deceives Loves One. So uh, from that time when Grand came, I had no clue on that day what was going to be happening to me or how my life would expand or I'd write books or I'd be able to do all these things. So I tell people um, that as you uh, receive uh, the information about your own spirit guide, they do have a path for you. And so if you're willing to devote and understand your soul pathway, your spirit guides are there to help guide you. Okay. So we all actually have our own spirit guides. Yes. Okay. And often you're able to, if someone wants to see you and work with you, you're able to let them know if they want who their spirit guides are. You can also share with them and help them understand their soul purpose. And mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah, I just taught a class this weekend where uh, actually Grand came and shared people in the class their spirit guide with them and what the spirit guide mm-hmm. wanted to help them with. So I just did that on Saturday. And then I'm going to be teaching another class about your soul purpose and how to tap into your intuition and begin to listen to your soul. So I offer a variety of classes. I also teach a Kashik Records class. Uh, Every month I teach a teleconference class uh, that um, has a theme to it. But right now I'm working with the information of the Essenes. I've worked with the Sacred Flames book from from uh, Aurelia Louise Jones, The Seven Sacred Flames. So I teach a variety of classes. But... But and as to answer your question, yes, that's what I did this Saturday. I gave people the names of their spirit guides and um, how the spirit guides are helping them in their life. In honor of Grand, who came 28 years ago, he got to teach a class with me. Oh, so. that's, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I know that one of my favorite classes that I've taken with you was on uh, past life regression that mm-hmm. you've shared with people um, uh their their most recent past life mm-hmm. that has the greatest effect on their life today. Mm-hmm. And that was an incredibly remarkable, helping each of us understand the influences of other past lives. Mm-hmm. And it's just fascinating. Your work is fascinating. I, I, I love it. I like, to, I like doing past lives because that's a part of uh, what I must have been feeling that day in the psychiatric unit when I thought there was a better way of helping people. Because a lot of our issues do come from our past lives. If we have um, relationships issues, if we have uh, addiction issues, if we have health issues, uh, if we just have issues in general, we have phobias. A lot of this comes from our past lives. We may not say, well, why am I like this? I don't have any reason to be this way. Or I keep attracting the same kind of partner over and over to me. Or I'm, um, I'm in a situation where, you know, I'm, I have addiction or substance abuse issues or, you know, you come in with health issues. Um, these things can be understood from our past lives. Not that it um, um, has to be what I want to say. Um, it's not necessarily karmic. It's just simply that we come together as, as a part of us. We come we come with our soul, with lessons. And so we come with people, situations, and circumstances that will be the, for the highest growth of our soul is what I'm trying to say. So as we understand these past lives and we can understand how our soul evolves and how important it is for us to really live from truly from the soul, not just our personality. We come in with our personalities and our lives, and oftentimes we think that's all that there is, is just our third-dimensional life. But really we're here 
to evolve and to move forward into our soul growth. That's that's really why we're here on this planet. And to be, to be in service to humanity and to the great God source. And the grant has picked the right woman to help us with, <laughs> with, with, you know, the world needs to, we, you know, we need more kind, kinder, gentler people, healers. And, and I'm so happy that you are one of those healers that has been asked to help others in our world. Um, so you've worked on two books. If you want to tell us the titles of your first two books, but now you're also working on a third book. So can you share a little bit about um, your three books and, but mostly what are you working on now? Well, my first book that I channeled was in 2003 years and years ago, and it's called the 12 mastery teachings of Christ, the, the true essence of Christ's teachings. It's a small manual, very much like an inspirational manual. And there are lessons that Christ wanted to share or brought forth in his teachings. The first one is love and the last, last one is joy. Okay. And so it's about moving uh, or changing or holding the vibration of the essence of Christ's teachings and begin to live them and embody them. And then my second book, which I completed in 2017, is called The Love Story of Jesus and Mary Magdalene. It's called Divine Union. And it's about their life together as twin flames, how they married how they had children, and how they have brought forth their sacred contract of holding the sacred masculine, sacred feminine energy for our planet because we are now in these most perilous times where we are now living and it's really important to be in balance. And so that was their sacred mission. And so the third book that I'm writing is the the Messages from the Essenes. Jesus was a member of the Essene community uh, from Israel, and so in 19, excuse me, in 2018, when I traveled to Jordan, I heard the messages from the Essenes that day when we were sitting at the Sea of Galilee, and I heard them say, we've been waiting for you. And I was, it was to my surprise, I was like, oh, okay. And I did a message and brought their message there at the uh, Dead Sea. And for those of you who may follow my YouTube channel, that message is on my YouTube channel. Lee Chapin, just Google Lee Chapin and you'll find the message from the Essenes. But now in January of 2021, they started coming stronger. And uh, to my delight, I'm now writing their messages and their story and their voices want to be heard and they want to share about how they lived and how the importance of, again, living in balance. So everything is about coming back into balance because we are in such polarity now between love and fear and separation here in our current society that all of these messages are really about returning to balance, living in our heart, living from our soul purpose. And so that's what the messages of the scenes are about, of how to truly live in alignment with the great God source and, and with Mother Earth and with, within ourselves, being able to embody these energies of sacred balance so that we can be the change we wish to see in our planet. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a global, um, what's happening globally is the, the, as you mentioned, the, uh, such a disparity between the love and, and, and the hate. And it's just, you can sense it all throughout the world. Mm-hmm. But the but another comment is the interesting thing is that in, in the news recently, um, archaeologists in Israel just were able to find uh, um, more scrolls mm-hmm. uh, in the caves. Um, and this was, uh, they think this was from the time of the Essenes and that the Mm -hmm. Essenes had actually, these were 
pieces of the Bible. So it's interesting that that's coming um, into light the same time as your information and news about the Essenes is. Well, I don't think that's an accident uh, by any means, because they're saying it's time because their voices need to be heard. They need to be understood. And they have a powerful message to help us to live uh, in what we call the spiritual laws of God, to live in harmony and balance. And again, to, um, to live um, in respect of all of life, because as we see it, or I don't know how to say it that way, but it appears to me when we see things on in the media that people are not respectful of each other, that there is so much hatred and division. And there's a lot of wonderful, wonderful people, but we happen to see this on the media. So I think that taints us in many ways. But the, the Essenes, I don't think that's an accident that uh, those Dead Sea Scrolls have been brought to attention because they really, really, really want to bring forth how they lived and help us to move in uh, to living in balance with all of life and returning back to Again, the principles of God and living, living in nature, live, perhaps living simplicity, but living in respect and honor of ourselves and all of life. So I didn't find that to, I thought that's not a coincidence, especially since they just started coming to me now just a couple of months ago, very strongly. Yeah, that, that's amazing. That's amazing that, that, that it's all coinciding together. Um, now, you're a Jewish woman, but do you, did you know about the Essenes? You probably I knew, did. I knew about these scenes. I went to Orthodox uh, day schools, and I took a class in high school about the Jewish history of um, well, the Jews all throughout, from the beginning of time, from the time you know of Abraham all the way through Moses, when they went into um, Israel, King Solomon, King David, all the kings and judges, and um, learned about. Um, the Greek Empire, the Roman Empire, or the Persian, all these empires and how it affected the Jews. So I learned my history, understood Jewish history through the uh, different reign of empires throughout the, the Middle East. And, and I knew at that time that there was a huge division in, in Israel at the time. Um, there was the, the temple. The second temple was built there. It, it was in Jerusalem. It's, it was built for a while. And um, there was a division in the Jews among the Pharisees and the Sadducees. But then there was a group of an Essenes community. Yet they weren't, they were, I think, where did they live up north or? But they lived, I never say it right. Is it quorum? Is that how you say it? I don't, I never say that right. And and then they they left uh, Jerusalem and wandered out into the wilderness, and then they then they dispersed. Uh, even when I went to India, um, in southern India, in Kerala, a couple or in 2018, the the Essenes were uh, known to have, have migrated there. So they migrated all over, but they left that area and started dispersing. Yeah, and um, so I, I learned somewhat about them, but never through. Um, that's the extent of my history of, of the mm-hmm. Essenes. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, with the Dead Sea Scrolls, you learn more about, about, about them and the little, the pieces of the, um, their, their Bible, the Bible, the Torah. So mm-hmm. you get to learn a little bit more about them and their culture and their whole way of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to, uh, I know I, I really want to step back a bit and, and talk about, um, 
a little bit about your work and how I've helped you with your books. Those are because our story is fascinating. So Karen oh, yeah. and I, yeah. I, I, I want to preface this first about how we met. And as I recall it, uh, I had a client that had connected me to your friend or no, your, your friend connected me to my, to his client to me. Right. And then, uh, well, let me, let me, let me stop you there. My okay. friend is a psychotherapist, a phenomenal psychotherapist. He was working with a, a patient, a client, mm-hmm. just a short period of time. Within that short period of time, she came back to him one, you know, one week feeling phenomenal. And my friend, the psychotherapist said, you know, what changed? What, you know, you're feeling, she said that she went to see you. So my friend, the psychotherapist, gave me your name and number because he knew I was interested in more of a spiritual way of healing. Yet, you know, it was just what I was intrigued with that. So he gave me your card and I called you and I called you because I wanted you to come over and do a class in front of a group of family and friends. <laughs> and I did. And you, and at the end of your talk, you said something about the Jewish people are in a somewhat, they need healing. They've been a traumatized people and they are in need of help and healing. And I, along with some of my friends there thought, took this very personally. She's crazy. Yeah. Where is she coming up with this? There's something off with her. I wish she would leave now. (laughs) I wanted you to leave. I was like, I felt like, what did she say? This woman who doesn't know me, who doesn't know the Jewish community, who doesn't know my, the community here in, on the North shore. What she's saying? Why is she? So I would, I just didn't understand it. And, And you left my house. Glad. Good riddance. Good riddance. Yeah. <laughs> Get after, rid of her. Yeah. After a few months, I said, well, wait a second. There's something, there's some truth about what you had said. And I started to think about it more and more. And then I finally called you up and said, can we talk? And then, and then you became a teacher for several years. Yeah. And then my friend. Yes, I remember that time because I was, I remember I was in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida uh, and, uh, you know, lived there. And I remember standing by my chair. I don't know if I was talking to you. I was thinking I was talking to Ross. And I just got off the phone and I thought, I'm supposed to, to go. I just felt called. I was supposed to go help the Jewish people. And it was just really strange. I was like, I just felt like I ha- I thought this is really bizarre to me, too, because it was just like, I have to go there and help the Jewish people. And uh, my husband uh, didn't really think I should go too far away or, or whatever. I don't know what it was. But it's like, no, no, no. I just remember I have to go help the Jewish people. <laughs> like I was insistent I have to help the Jewish people. <laughs> I'm not Jewish, uh, but I'm like, I have to help them. And it was just this, it was sort of the strangest thing, sort of like that day when I heard in my head on the psychiatric unit, there was a better way of helping people. Didn't know really what that message was, but it was sort of the same so calling. So fast forward into when I met you and you thought I was a nut. 
uh, I went and did my thing there and um, not ever thinking anything, just going and doing my work because I teach a lot and just leave the seat of knowledge. And then lo and behold, you called me and we actually became friends and we've come to realize we're actually, we're soul family, we're soul sisters. So yeah. we really have a contract to help each other. So uh, we are in many ways the complete opposite, uh, but we resonate together and we do have a soul contract together. And that's why I went to find you through all these other channels and finally got myself to find you. And thank God you awakened. Uh, and so um, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about your work and again how that soul contract came together. So after working with you for, um, I, guess, I think I worked with you for a couple of years, but that first question with you, you said, Karen, <laughs> you're filled with a lot of anger here. I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> and you said, yeah, out of my house. <laughs> I'm sensing that you need to forgive your father. I And I had explained to you why I couldn't forgive him for religious reasons. And then after working with you for a while, I realized that, yeah, I do need to forgive my father and I need to let go of this anger and bitterness mm -hmm. and resentment toward him in order for me to heal, to be at peace and to move on. Mm -hmm. So it took me about a year and a half to finally be able to say to my father on his deathbed and ask him for forgiveness um, so then I had written a book called Descendants of Rygrud, Learning to Forgive. And, um, and I published the book. And um, fortunately, I've been able to speak throughout Chicago. I'm still doing speaking engagements up through Chicago. I spoke in New York. Um, I spoke at um, a, a women physicians conference in Germany. I've been in Poland speaking, and so it's been a very, it's just been a very healing, a cathartic experience writing the book and then speaking. And the book is about um, for a daughter forgiving her father, who was a Holocaust survivor, who had come from such a traumatic up upbringing during that, those four years during the Holocaust that my father couldn't see beyond his anger and his and his bitterness. And then he had spewed all that on my family. So it's a wonderful story, but you have helped me realize the importance of forgiveness. And so, um, and that was, so I've written that book and I thought that was the last book I was going <laughs> to write. One day while I was speaking um, in the audience, a gentleman asked me, um, so you've given us information about your father who was named Avram Stein Sapir as a boy, um, and you shared with us the lineage, which was very interesting, but what about this man named Ari Kaplan, who you're named after? So my dad changed his name to Ari Kaplan. So this man wanted to know was, well, who is this man named Ari Kaplan? And I thought, well, I'd like to learn about him and learn about uh, who he was. After all, my na last name is Kaplan, which I've kept. So um, I spent six months trying to figure out research, going through the United States Holocaust Museum, I, um, 
archives in in um, the Mormon Church library and going in websites on Jewish ancestry. I couldn't find any information. So one day I called you and said, Lee, you know, I'm having difficulty trying to find information about this man. Um, where else should <laughs> I look? Can you can you like channel tune in, tune in and tell me who where do I look? And you said to me, Well, well, just contact the spirit of Ari Kaplan. And I thought, well, that's ridiculous. I never met the guy. <laughs> How would he know who I am? And you're like, well, he's a spirit. We'll figure this out. If he comes through, he comes through. And I said, okay, I have nothing to lose. So we had a bunch more sessions. We contacted <laughs> a man named spirit named Ari Kaplan, who actually was a in, um, who, an entity that invaded my father's body. In Yiddish, we call it a dibbik. He was a dibbik. He invaded my father's body. He shared with me all, so much information about my father, his life during the war, how he survived in those forests for three and a half years, how he survived in the uh, deportation camp, in the camps after the war and how he made his way to America um, because he was invaded. My He stayed within my father till the day my father died. So I'm so grateful that I was able to, that you were able to connect and give me this information about this man. The story is incredible. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's illogical, but yet, I believe it because it the, 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 he makes so much sense. He's given me this information that only someone who lived inside my father's body and his head would have only known the answers. So I'm so grateful. So my second book is called Conjoined, and with your help, and you are um, this you are a part of this book. Um, half of the book is based on our sessions with him. <laughs> and they were interesting. <laughs> oh, God, they can they blow your mind. But the first half of the book, I reiterate a bit about Rygrid, the town where my father was raised. I talk a little bit about um, my ancestry. I give a little bit of information about when I had gone to Poland and visit my father's town and a little bit of background about my family so that a reader who may have not read my first book will then be able to zoom right in and understand the second book. So I am in the midst of writing the book. It's being edited and hopefully by the end of the year I will have my second book and that will be the last book I'm ever writing. <laughs> never say never. And but, see, you know, if I never contacted Grand and Grand never showed up on that day, I wouldn't be helping you. Right. So uh, you're helping me by, <laughs> by the spiritual life. It, it, it opens your eyes. It opens your minds. It opens yourself up to a, a new way of thinking. I've been conditioned growing up. It's like a cult in my religion um, and conditioned to think and believe that this is the only way, the best way um, to believe in God. And, and what, I've under, what I understand now is that there are so many paths to understand God. There's so many paths. And 
just to be open and accepting, loving is really um, what works for me and to trying to understand people. Knowing that we've had past lives, it helps me more understand and have more compassion for someone. Um, knowing about this whole spiritual life gives me more um, compassion for others and helps me uh, move forward. Um, and understanding my purpose, which is so critical for me, um, has helped me live a happier life. So with that, I thank you. <laughs> you are Grant, welcome. Who had started this whole journey for you. <laughs> yeah. Did you know about Grand? Have I talked about him before? I can't you, remember. If- no, you told me about him when I first met you. And I thought, I don't know who this spirit is or what <laughs> she's talking about. But okay. <laughs> yeah. all new to me. This whole, yeah. Well, that's why I like to honor him because... Um, his love and devotion to me and being my primary spirit guide. I don't work with him a lot anymore because I work with so many other beings. And so I guess he gets crowded out, but that's why every year when I do my Monday morning, Mary Magdalene call um, once a year on our channeling, he gets to speak and have the showcase, but he's, inv- he's welcome invited anytime to speak, but he does, doesn't always show up, but um, it's always interesting, you know, how, um, how spirit brings two people together. That's why it's so fascinating because I, I do, I honor you and I'm grateful for your friendship. And I just want to say, you know, publicly, I'm so grateful for you that you've, you've have uh, run with this because I work with lots and lots of people and people uh, take the information at whatever level that they need it, which is fine and well, but you're just going the long haul. And so you're like my primary student, you know, you're like number one. So it's like, you know, and, that crazy day when, you know, you're like, get this girl out of my house. And, you know, I had no idea. I was just doing whatever I was supposed to do. But I just remember thinking I was supposed to help the Jewish people. I had to go to your house. It was just like it was, I was driven to do this. And so here we are today and you're trying to make um, your first book into a movie. And we're, you know, um, hoping that the second book will also be in a movie because it will be a paranormal experience, but a really a true story. So I. Uh, it's just really been an honor to be able to share this and, and, and to help. And so, again, as we work with uh, our spiritual team and we open up to our soul purpose, we, we don't know the magnificence of really what's going to happen in our lives. So don't limit yourself. So thank you, Karen, for not limiting yourself right. and your beliefs. So I would recommend that if someone has an issue, um, which we all do, a per, you know, personal issues, that it's important that um, they seek help. And I would rec- I've recommended you to so many p- people. And often you will come and share the truth. And well, you'll give the truth, but you give as much as what people can hear. And when you work with me, I want to hear everything because mm-hmm. I, I understand that what you share with me is something that I need to learn and I need to grow with. So I'm always open to learning and growing. And that is why I recommend my friends and people who are in need of help to you if they're open to this spiritual mm-hmm. way of thinking. So, yeah, you've been so helpful. So, 
Um, well, it's a, it's a fast way to work. You know, back in the olden days when um, people used to lay on the couch and they used to go to their psychiatrist and they go for years and years and years and talk and talk and talk and talk and do whatever they were doing. Uh, and even in traditional therapy now, um, like I said, I knew that there was a better way of helping people or felt that. Uh, the information that I get through spirit taps into the universal wisdom of your own soul so I'm able to access that information that I would have no way of being able to access as a traditional psychotherapist. So it cuts through the chase. We get yeah. right to the information quickly. Right. Uh, and it works with people fast. Part of my work when I do private sessions, it's informational. It'll give you the information of what you need. But also, if you're ready, spirit will come and actually do spiritual healings and clearings with people in those sessions. And so it's like a one-two punch. It's like, boom, get right to it. And, you know, within the time frame of however long I work with someone, uh, the, the person walks away with a new spiritual perspective. And that's really um, uh, it's comforting to me to be able to, to you know, if I'm going to do something, I want to get it done. And, you know, within the hour or half an hour I work with someone, you know, it's you have clarity. And it works great with me because I'm an impatient person. The last thing I'm going to do is sit in the therapist's office for six months and divulge my whole life. <laughs> and then finally, after the six months, maybe they'll give me some kind of offer, some advice. Whereas mm-hmm. our first session, like, you need to forgive your father. They're <laughs> hearing all this anger. I'm like, how does she know that? Yeah. But Get her yeah. out of my house. <laughs> yeah. So it was so helpful and um yes and i i always always highly recommend you um and just to reiterate i've written i've had a script written about my first book and it's made its way to receiving the top award um at the la live film fest but due to covid there was no film fest it was virtual but it it was you know i wasn't able to meet to network and meet the right people to get this going so i'm hoping this new book, along with the script, will create even a uh, uh, add to the uh, script and to create a, a movie with these paranormal experiences mm-hmm. of the Holocaust. So it should be an exciting, exciting book. Um, yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to share about you, your classes, um, the work that you do? Um, maybe put it up on like your name or put up any information you want for others. To oh, my, my website. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my website is www.leechapin.com. I can certainly contact me at leechapin at gmail.com. If you have any questions oh. uh, that you'd like to, to ask me about uh, hosting me, because uh, hopefully when this COVID is over, I can go back and travel. Uh, I travel both nationally and internationally. Uh, and teach classes and workshops and do readings, you know, around the country. And I've done that uh, internationally as well. Uh, but right now I'm doing a lot of work um, through teleconference calls and through um, uh, locally here in Florida, we're able to um, to meet uh, in small groups. And so I've been able to work with some people in small groups here. So that's been really nice. And then again, most of my work is done on the telephone uh, that I work with people with my private reading. So it's important for um, each of you to understand that we here on this planet are now, we all have a purpose, and that we're here by, as I say, divine appointment. 
And so if you're really interested in understanding your soul purpose or your soul mission, um, the, the work that I do can help you to direct you to get into that, just like that's what happened with Karen. So that's why Karen had a mission that I was, again, to be the catalyst for. And so it's important for people to understand that we all have a reason to be here. We have a mission. We may not understand it. Just like mine 28 years ago, where I've evolved from working as a, a psychotherapist, as a massage therapist, when I started channeling, I never would have thought my life would uh, take me in this direction. I, I never would have dreamed that. Never thought I would write books. Uh, never thought I would have a podcast. Um, never thought a lot of things. Never thought I'd be helping someone, you know, make their book into a movie. So we can never limit really what we're doing. Uh, if we say yes and we're open to our soul and what our soul is calling us to do, we have we have tremendous divine potential. And so Karen, as I said, has been a really a wonderful example of someone I work with who has really tapped into her uh, divine potential. And so this is, we all have this ability. It's not just for a select few. It's a matter, again, if you're determined, if you really, again, have the time, if this is uh, a part of your desire to be able to move into your soul pathway and soul mission. But it's been truly gratifying for me to do this work. And so um, it really is the best thing that ever happened to me that day on March 21st, 1993, when Grand showed up, that I've been devoted to this work. And um, uh, I continue to grow. I continue to learn. And I know that with the help of all the masters and guides, that I'm helping my, my, to complete my mission work and to help myself to be a better person. I, I grew up in a very dysfunctional family. Um, and so I've been able to learn forgiveness, as Karen said, and I've been able to have a higher spiritual perspective of seeing that there's uh, a reason for all things, that we come in with soul contracts. We don't have to play the victim role. Uh, we can see the bigger picture and we can move through and help ourselves clear these issues so that we can move forward into our soul pathway and to the work we've come to do. So, again, this is if this is what you're seeking, because I hear a lot of people say, you know, what is my purpose? What is my mission? I hear that a lot in my work, that people are, are wanting to serve, but they don't really know how to do it. So if you feel that calling, if you feel directed, you can certainly uh, contact me at leechapin.com. Take a look at my website. And, again, um, Every Monday morning, I teach the mystical teachings of Mary Magdalene, which are universal teachings, and they are practical teachings that help us in our daily life. So uh, there's a lot that you can find on my website, as, as well as the sacred travels that um, I did uh, two years ago or two and a half years ago with my friend Jared. We went to eight countries, and we brought forth channelings and information from these sacred sites that are, again, on my YouTube channel. So I'm hearing a ding. No, forget the ding. <laughs> so anyhow, is that the answer to your question, Garen? Yes. Um, what's interesting is I went to see a psychic about, oh, about 10, 10 years or eight years before I met you. And she said to me, she's in the Chicago area. She said, Karen, you need to forgive all these people. And she gave a list of people I need to forgive. I said, no, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, my mother, my father, my brother, but no, 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 no. I'm writing down all these people. I should put down somebody I didn't even know yet. So it's like, <laughs> okay, so, but what am I supposed to do with that? Mm-hmm. And then my first session with you is when you said that, I said, now I understand. Mm-hmm. I needed to hear it twice, mm-hmm. but you were able to help me and guide me 
to what I needed to do. You, you, I went through all the emotions. I went through all the stages of forgiveness. Um, you were there for me as I went through it. You just said, you know, you were there and, and it was, it was, I couldn't have done this without you. I, I wouldn't have known what to do. I wouldn't have known how to heal. I wouldn't have known my purpose. And so it, it was, it was such a powerful first session when I finally decided I'm going to call you back. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Right. So what you offer your clients are, you know, is when you cut to the chase with them and you offer them such meaningful advice, it's just, it's, it's life changing is what I'm saying. It's life changing. So, well, I'm really grateful that I have my master's degree. I'm really grateful that I have my education because uh, people work in the spiritual realm, um, if you're not well equipped, because we working with people is delicate, and to me, I take it as a, a great responsibility, and I certainly would never want to hurt anybody. Uh, and so, I'm really, really, really grateful that you know I have the education, training, and background to be able to combine my spiritual practice with my psychotherapy skills and training. That way, I feel well prepared to help people. I'm not overly stumped by you know people's stories. Once in a while, I'll get something that. Um, um, that that I'm not um, that I don't feel like can be of assistance. I I have people who feel that they have again, like we talked about empty attachments with your dad. But um, for those people who who work with or have again those entity attachments, um, sometimes I don't like to go into that realm. Uh, but with your story and with your dad, I wasn't working with him directly. We're just telling the story, but. Um, I know what I can do is what I'm trying to say. I know what I can do and what I can't do. Um, And so my job really is to help people to, to help them, you know, with their emotions to be able to heal so they can move forward and really live a happy, happy life. Because, um, you know, that's what we're really here to do. Life isn't really meant to be a struggle. Life can be difficult. We have challenges. We have lessons. uh, We've gone through lots of um, difficulty as a part of our soul journey, but we can't rise above it. And, um, and find that happiness and joy. Yes. And during this COVID-19, um, this pandemic, it's been a year of, for me, a year of, of you know, a lot of isolation and um, not being able to do what I usually want, what, what I want to do. And just actually in being in the Midwest in Illinois, staying inside a lot in my home that I, I felt I then thought about thought about my time with you and my purpose. What is my purpose during this COVID time? Like, I'm given all this opportunity to be home, mm-hmm. and the first couple of months I was losing my mind. I didn't know I was depressed. I was anxious. Like, why am I? I can't handle being here and stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. There's got to be more than this. What can I do? And that's when I decided to take the sessions that we had done with this entity attachment, um, understanding who Ari Kaplan was. And it gave me the opportunity to start writing the second book. So mm-hmm. after, I am grateful for this in some way for this pandemic because it allowed me the time to stay home and write. So um, 
I guess because of you, I I I don't look at things. I, I look at things as there's always an opportunity. There's always a silver lining. Mm-hmm. Um, if something seems odd or different or dark or whatever, there's a silver lining. There's always something that we can do and learn about ourselves or others or how we can help people during times when we look like the, when the times are difficult. Well, that's very true because there's a reason for all things. We may not understand them. And what Spirit had said last year during the COVID, that this was a time for people. People were in isolation or seclusion because it was really important for people now to tap into their soul purpose. That people were being, if they were listening, they were now being guided into a new direction. And so for you, you decided to listen to your soul and start writing your book. For me, I was told that it was for me to teach. Uh, and so I've been teaching a lot more this year. And then around that time, I met Tiffany here, the show producer. Uh, I think it was back in April of last year. And I wasn't planning on having another podcast or I had a radio show for eight years from 2007, 2015. And then I, I stopped that to finish my book, Divine Union. And I had no interest in doing another show. And then I remember talking to Tiffany, waiting to be interviewed. And it came out of my mouth that, um, um, did you have a opportunity for another show host? I, I was like, I wasn't planning on saying that. I don't know where that came from. I was like, I wasn't thinking about that. So this is giving me another avenue. So this time of COVID is for us to be able to be creative, to look within, to begin to delve and understand uh, what, how we can make a difference in the world and reinvent ourselves. And again, to take a look at the pieces within ourselves that need to be healed. So uh, if you're missing the opportunity uh, in some way and waiting for this to be over, I would suggest that you uh, listen and ask your soul, what what is your soul calling you to do and what are you being felt or being guided to do with your own uh, passion? So again, you're right. There's a reason for all things and it's not all doom and gloom. We may not understand it, but if we listen, listen from our soul, we'll always be guided. We only have about five more minutes left. I want to say, Karen, thank you so much for being on and um, helping me today to to share my story because I know I'm always interviewing other people. We've had you on in the past. And um, was there something you wanted to share about any contact information, if anybody wanted to contact you before we go? Um, well, there's my name up there, Karen Kaplan. Um, <laughs> you can do KarenKaplan.com is my website if you want to learn more a little bit about my book. Um, and to purchase your books. Yeah, you can go to yeah. Amazon or Kindle and purchase my book, Descendants of Rygrood, Learning to Forgive. And just look up my name and uh, you'll be able to find my book. And she's going to have her... Uh, she's gonna well, have I, her, I know her. that I was meant to write the second book. I know that there will be a movie. And I'm guessing that... Um, as I speak to many of my friends, they are saying that they love the script, but this entity attachment to my father will add so much more to the movie. So I'm hoping to either combine it or create a new script. But I'm thinking combining the story with my old script might be the might be what will work and make a movie. So, mm-hmm. so I. Am- yeah. Holding that in, we're holding that intention that it manifests, yeah. manifest into the now. So uh, please all uh, you out there, please hold that intention uh, for Karen's 
um, movie to be made manifest. And, and speaking of that, it is also my desire to hold the intention that my book, Divine Union, The Love Story of Jesus and Mary Magdalene, be um, made into a movie. It's really important to understand their sacred mission as well. So we are holding these intentions, asking for your support, and we're sending it out to the universe. Let it come back to us in the now. So thank you, Miss Karen. I appreciate it. I uh, love you. I'm so grateful. You're my number one. <laughs> love you. I love you like a sister. I never had a sister, so you're my sister. <laughs> That's right. We are sisters. We have that. Both sisters. We have that. We are souls. We have a crazy contract. So it's like. I still laugh about all that story. Yeah. I got to go help the Jewish people. I remember, I swear to God, it was so bizarre. You're crazy. I'm crazy. I was totally crazy. But here we are, whatever it is, 10, 12 years later. And uh, we're doing our thing, as we say. We're doing our thing. We're moving on and carrying on. So (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We want again, thank you to Dr. Lauren Love and the staff at the Boston Area Hospitals for their support. And if you like this show and you would like uh, to donate here to, to keep our show alive, to keep the Goldilocks Productions alive, you just donate through the Super Chats. And so I want to thank Tiffany Tiffany White today, again, our show producer. She's fabulous. She does an amazing job of keeping our shows alive and in order. And for those who, again, want to learn more about me and my work, you can certainly go to my website, www.leechapin.com, and contact me at leechapin at gmail. Dot com if you'd like to have a private session or just learn more about perhaps how my work uh, how my work uh, can help you uh, or if you'd like to host a class or be a part of a class you can certainly take a look at my website and contact me and I am open to assist that is I'm here to serve so again I want to say thank you everyone for this beautiful day happy spring to you and um, just enjoy and thank you Miss Karen and we will talk soon so Blessings to all. Namaste. So. Namaste. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. This month's broadcasting is sponsored by ICU Dr. Lauren Love, ICU nurses, technicians, and staff in the Boston area hospitals. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.